What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on this Monday. It's on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check out the Facebook page.com. What is it, backslash? Yeah, I think so. Nerd Thug Radio. It could be a forward. There's a slash, and I don't mean from Guns N' Roses. Uh, this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. And we've got a special event going on. We were recording right here live at the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More for their fir- their one-year anniversary on Saturday. So this is a recorded show. If you show up right now, we're not there. We're not, we're not there. But if you show up on Saturday, we were there. So time travel. A uh, special guest with us for this first segment right here is a member of the Adventure Begins team, Michaela. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, we brought you on because I don't think people know this. Because you're kind of you're kind of a cute girl, so I think some people maybe think that you got hired to be like the cute girl in the store. I think that too. Is that is that okay? But what people find out about you is what? What is the secret of Michaela? The secret? I'm actually a nerd, just like they are. So you showed me a picture today when I got here that yes. blew, that blew me away. Yes. What what was the picture? The picture was of my comic collection of first appearances in CGC comics. So this chick on her wall has a graded first appearance of Wolverine. I do. 181, Incredible Hulk. Uh, that's pretty baller. Uh, I don't have one of those, and I'll sell Nico's kidney for one today. Do you, you want? Should. Do you want Nico's kidney? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, sure. I'll do it on a straight up trade. All right. All right, your book, Nico's kidney. Okay. All right, we got to hold him down when we're done. We'll just take it out manually. Okay. Do you I have the knife? Uh, I mean, you're a girl. I assume you always have one. That's generally my rule on girls. They probably okay. come with knives. Um, I'm Hispanic. That's just what they teach us. I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. That's I don't fair. know another way to do it. Um, so what, what got you into comic books? So how I actually got into comic books, a few years ago, my brother was kind of into them. He, you know, liked the Marvel Universe. He would drag us to the comic book store. And I always hated it. I thought it was the most boring place on earth. But then he convinced my mom to take all of us to Dallas Comic Con to meet Stan Lee. Okay, that's pretty baller. How old were you then? Oh, gosh, I would say freshman year, so... 13, 14? Is that, was I too old in high school? I don't, was I the dumb yeah. old one in high you, school? You were the so. older one. I was the baby one. I turned 18 the start of my senior year of high school. So, like, oh. I turned 18 I after went I to college when I was 19. So, yeah, okay. I was 15 15 at the okay. time. All right. That, I mean, that's somewhere in the same range. Okay. Yeah, and at the time, I didn't know anything about it. I just thought this was some, like loser hobby that like only old men with like beer bellies were into <laughs> to be honest pretty accurate so far pretty accurate but you know then i actually went and saw everybody at the con all the cosplay all the art all like the community around it and i was just kind of like holy crap like that's really cool so now you're addicted did i you, am did you meet stan lee that weekend i got a picture with him i didn't actually get to that's talk and meet with him to me, I didn't know who he was. Okay, the so they were like, here's this old dude. And you're yeah, like, exactly. Hey, Grandpa, I'll take this picture. My mom was just like, oh, you guys, I'll take a picture with this old guy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay not knowing sure. who he was. Somewhere right now, there's a nerd whose head just exploded, and yeah. they're angry at you forever oh, yeah, for what you no. just said, for sure, <laughs> for right now. But that's okay. That's all right, because I'm with you. If you don't know who somebody is, if you don't understand the relevance, it doesn't matter. Exactly. So it's like... Like, and I wasn't into it at the time. I didn't really care. So I was like, I don't really care who this guy is. Like, it's right. never going to interest me. It'd be like a Buddhist monk meeting the Pope. Like, yeah, he wouldn't exactly. know it's a big deal. He'd be like, oh, is this, okay, this guy wears hats. Cool, I got it. All right, so you meet Stanley, you take the photo, but you, you fall in love with the community and the idea of all of it. I do. Okay, yes. all right. So what then, how do you transition from, this is cool, I want to get into it. Like, what's the next step? 
So the next step, my mom bought me a comic. All right. So I think at the time the Deadpool movies were coming out and all of that. And I really liked them. So my mom, when she took my brother to the comic book store, actually saw, which ironically, she saw a Harley Quinn comic. And if you guys don't know, with the new series, at the beginning of the series, they had this character called Red Tool, which was a mock of Deadpool. Okay. Looks just like him, you know, name, obviously, right? Right. Well, she bought me the comic thinking that it was a Deadpool comic when it was actually (laughs) a Harley Quinn comic. That's pretty funny. That's a so pretty you know. good little mix up there. Yeah. It's so also really funny that Harley Quinn's ripping off Deadpool, considering Deadpool's a ripoff of Deathstroke from DC in the first place. Like now they've gone like, like four s- levels of meta. The, also the, because the meta stick. Also because Harley Quinn is kind of riffing on the Deadpool genre, so it's yeah. also like it's, that's kind of funny. Okay. All right. The amount of ripoff characters is. It's you'd intense. Be surprised. Yeah. yeah, it's intense. But I read it, and then next thing you know, she got me another issue, and I started going to the comic book store with my brother and picking out an issue every once in a while. Nice. And then I started reading paperbacks. I started reading books, you know, and I got really into it. I was like, this is great. Like, this is something to do. What is, what was the first graphic novel, if you, or the first one you remember getting novel. into? It was a Harley Quinn okay. graphic novel. So Harley Quinn was like your gateway character. Yes. Okay. Now, I didn't know that... Oh, yes, you did. You had the Batgirl, the Batman animated series. Is that the first Bat, uh, Harley Quinn, or is that the first Batgirl? Uh, Batman Adventures 12 is the first appearance of Harley Quinn. So she, that's the one you have up there? Yes. Okay, on the corner. Uh, okay. She actually first appeared in the animated series, Correct. but that was her first comic appearance. And that's many years later. Listen to her drop yeah. the knowledge. All right, I Boom. liked it. I like it. All right, keep going. All right, so Harley Quinn graphic novel. When do you then train... When do you get off the soft stuff, get into the hard stuff? Well, the hard stuff kind of started off a little slowly. I really wanted to get something really cool and collectible that I could, like, be, oh, yeah, I own this. Like, okay. Look at me. So I went on eBay, and I looked up, like, I saw her first solo comic, which ran for about 150 at the time, and I was able to convince my mom to let me get it. Whoa, your mom is awesome. She really is. Because my mom would have been like, mm, sounds like someone needs to sell Nico's kidney. <laughs> Just done deal. I still think we should. Now oh, you're yeah. related to his mom. Yeah. yeah his mom. <laughs> my mom and his mom aren't the same person, and my mom would have been like, go get Nico's kidney, because yours is worthless, and I'm not paying for it. Um, yeah, no, I'm still going to give you the kidney for the Wolverine. That's happening. Oh, Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. We're still going to do that. What I can get with a kidney. You could sell it. I, there's all kinds of people who will buy a the kidney. black market? Yeah. yeah. We just got to keep it fresh. I can get some good money. There you go. Good and then you could money. buy it there. See? And then you're going to buy something even bigger and nicer. Oh, yeah. You but bet. I, I've got a Wolverine first appearance. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to bump that up with an X-Men 1. Oh, I do want an X-Men 1. Oh, that'd be Holy sick. smokes, man. Okay. So, 150 first solo comic of Harley Quinn. Yes. And now, all of a sudden, you've got, like, an actual big collectible item. My first graded comic. I bought it graded. Yes. What was the grade? 9.8. Oh, so okay. getting big grade. Big oh, grade. Yeah. Okay, so then you kind of you learn about the world of grading and like the collectability of everything. Now, uh, you had the massive set of shelves there. I did. So, do. when do you kind of transition into like you're clearly buying every month now? Yes, I okay. am. So, when did that happen? When do you start going, all right, well, I guess I got to go this Wednesday and next Wednesday and the Wednesday after that? So it was. It's actually been in the past year that I've started buying the bigger comics. And it's because you work here. Yeah, All it's right. because first I work here. I have multiple jobs. Like I'm making money, right? And I follow a comic collecting subreddit, right? Okay. And it's basically where people just show off their collections and show off what they have, purchases, art, all that cool stuff. And I'm on there, and I'm seeing all these comics. There's some I'm people like, with some amazing wow. yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. I, I know which one you're talking about. 
And I'm like, I want those too, you know? I want to be able to say, oh yeah, I have this character's first appearance signed by this person or just this character's first appearance in general. All right. And so that actually inspired me to save up money and go out and start like, you know, looking into it and purchasing these comics. And That's really cool. So this is where the nerddom begins for you. Yeah. I would say like a year and a half ago is when I started really hitting hard on it. It was just kind of a slow slope. That like got quicker and quicker. <laughs> they call that the slippery slope. It starts it with one bad decision, and the oh next thing yeah. you know, you're selling Nico's kidney for a Wolverine first appearance. Exactly. No, it totally happens. All right, so let's do some. Let's do the easy stuff. This, let's do the first aid stuff right here. The rundown here. Favorite favorite character. Ghost Rider. Easy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nicholas Cage is the really. <laughs> why Why is that Why is it so easy? It's so easy because I don't know. I just was really wait. I guess which one first? I guess yeah, it was like four. Johnny Blaze, easy. Oh, I mean the classic right. Ghost Rider, you know, from the old Tim Holt comics, is Listen, easily this, one of the what's best. What's happening here? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. All right, so why? But why? Why Ghost Rider? You know, I don't think you can really go wrong with a flaming skeleton that rides a bike going around. Like asking for vengeance. That's fair. I don't That's think you can get any cooler than that. Also, the the superpower I always thought was really trippy. The 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 penance stare. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All the pain you've ever inflicted on everyone else in the world, he makes you feel all at once. I mean, he swings around a flaming chain, rides a it's hell cycle. It's I mean, pretty good. His origin, like Satanism, and like all this stuff. I just think he's a really dark character, but a really cool anti-hero at the same time. And everyone else is always a little scared of him when they're all around him because he's a demon. I used to be scared of Ghost Rider. Well, uh, so they did him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last year, and wisely enough, even as he's doing, like, the good things, everyone's still kind of like, uh... Which, the thing uh, about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they put Robbie Ray's in there, right? Yeah. But they completely messed up his origin story. Oh, they they did. He's not even a real spirit of vengeance anyway. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. Technically isn't. So, listen to you two. Look at <laughs> I'm so proud of you two. Nico. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Having a moment. Uh, okay. So, Ghost Rider's your, your, your favorite character. Favorite team. Favorite team. Yeah. Midnight Suns. All right. Staying Supernatural with us. Okay. All right. I love the Supernatural characters. I feel like someone's going AMC Ghost Hunters with me in a minute. Like, uh, yeah. do you watch that stuff? No, I don't. Oh, that I totally stuff watch is, all that. It's, 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 it's so his fake. favorite thing. What? It's so fake. They're going to catch a ghost next time. Yeah, sure. Next week on Ghost Hunters, they're going to catch a ghost. No, they're going to catch your grandma in the basement. Whoa, listen, that's a different show. That (laughs) one's on Netflix. People still watch it. They all stream it, and then they're like, did you see? He killed the grandma. Uh, Anyway, uh, so what's your, what's, what's like your holy grail book? I got to say the Hulk 181. Okay. Just because it's a very expensive book, even in a low grade. Yeah, I saw that. Yours was a four point something. Four point five. Yes. All right. And if, do you mind asking, what did you pay for that? Sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Holy smokes! I don't own anything at sixteen hundred dollars. Your kidney. Well, your other kidney, than like other than like body parts on the black market. Your no. kidney has recently <laughs> been valued at sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take both kidneys actually. Oh. Um, I need at least one. No, no, I don't. Listen, okay. well, you're not going to have much of a say in this when we're cutting you open. So exactly. Just knocked out on the side. <laughs> yeah, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Midnight Suns. All right. So now that you have that one. Are you going to try and upgrade that one, or do you think like you can move on to another one? See, right now, 
I think I'm just trying to build my collection and okay. wait to sit on it a little bit before I upgrade to anything. Because obviously, at my age, I don't have this like nice paying job where I make like. I don't know. You just dropped sixteen hundred on a book I'll never see in my life. So I think you <laughs> might be doing all right. You know, I don't have a salary. I'm just working like part-time jobs so it's gonna be a while before I upgrade but right now I'm just kind of working on building so what's the next thing in the, in the crosshairs <sighs> the crosshairs I really want to take like about a year or so to save up for an X-Men one uh, you know what like so uh, I had my own shop a long time ago about four years ago now and I sold my whole collection as part of doing the shop that was my kind of starting inventory was my collection uh, since then, I've started slowly rebuilding my Uncanny X-Men run. So at some point, I hope to do the whole run from 1 to, I think, they, 800 or whatever they finished at. Yeah. Um, and so at some point, I, I, I'm going to wind up getting those slabs. So it is always my dream to, like, stumble across one somewhere and be like, like, oh, this X-Men number 1, you know, a 6.0 for only, you know, $3,000. That is yet to happen. I know. And then I sell the gnome of Nico and he just sells the rest of me. He's been keeping it in ice chests. The thing about. (laughs) We missed you, but you were very helpful. The thing about (laughs) collecting is that it's really hard to find a good price because everybody thinks they're sitting on a pile of gold. Like, Listen to the wise old lady hidden in this young girl. You're, no, you're 100% correct, though. When it's I had a speculator's sh- market. It is. And when I had the shop, there were always people who would come in and they would want to sell me something. And I'd, I'd be like, I'll give you like 10 bucks. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, it's worth way more than that. And I'd be like, uh, I don't think it is. No. like, oh, no, it definitely is. One guy brought me, and I don't remember the name of the band, but at one point, some small publisher had made a four-issue series of this band. Kind of like Kiss was doing, so like there were other bands that did the same thing. But this wasn't a, it wasn't a band I'd ever heard of. It wasn't a publisher I'd ever heard of. It wasn't a, a creative team I ever heard of. It was just some comic book in the 80s of this band. And the guy was like, I've got all four, and they're signed by the band. But he didn't have any certificates. He didn't yeah. have any grades. So he just had four books with scribbling on them. And I was like, honestly, man, like your best bet would probably be trying to eBay that or find a, another guy into that band like you are and, and maybe do it that way. Yeah. I was like, because honestly... I wouldn't offer you anything near what you think that's worth. And he's like, well, what do you, like, I was like, I would be surprised if someone gave me more than 30 bucks for this. And he was like, what are you talking about? It's the complete set. And I was like, yeah, see, this is the, exactly. this is where we're at, guy. I was like, I don't want it. Yeah. You want to sell it to me. I'm telling you, I don't think it's worth anything. Well, you've also got people that are in it just to make money. So they'll, like, they'll buy a comic that, you know, for about like a reasonable price, right? right? And then they'll go back and turn around and sell it the next day for double what they bought it for. Exactly. And it just kind of ruins the market because then people think, oh, my comic is worth this much, seeing all these listings for that high, and they list it for that price, well, too. Well, and you're too young to know this, but that's what happened in the 90s to comic books yeah. is the, the speculative market grew at a, an accelerated rate. Marvel Comics was releasing com- X-Men number one with uh, Jim Lee and Chris Claremont did a million copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic books don't sell a million copies. There's not a million comic books. There probably are a million comic book readers right now between digital and print and everything and trades and yeah. all of it. But at the time, there definitely wasn't in the 90s, and it was still yeah. doing it. And it was doing it because there were like five variant covers for that comic book. Mm-hmm. So everyone was going and buying all five covers. And so, yeah, you just sold five times the number of actual copies you really sold. And so when the market crashed and everyone realized, what killed it was the death of Superman, basically. And 
everyone was like, this comic book's going to be worth a million dollars one day. But they printed like four million copies of this thing. They gave it away with newspapers. It was sealed in polymer bags. And, like, there are still, I promise you, there are still a shop somewhere with 200 sealed copies of this thing. I got one at a, uh, like, a random flea market on the side, like, in, like, Arkansas. <laughs> right. I mean, like. That one really and uh, Superman's wedding anniversary, which was pretty, was, like, super cute. But <laughs> <laughs> And that's my point is, like, they're worthless because they're everywhere. They are everywhere. And if something is everywhere, it's worthless. Um but yeah, you're right. Like it kind of hurts. Also, the grading kind of sometimes can hurt the market. It can because all of a sudden, like Easy. a nine point eight is is perfect, so it's worth a bunch of money, even if it's a worthless book. Like yeah. even if the book isn't important, but it's graded at a nine point eight, suddenly everyone's like, oh, well, it's a perfect book, so it's got to be worth at least three hundred dollars. Exactly. When it's really not, you can grade a dollar book and sell it for like fifty bucks, which is it worth it at all? Right. I mean, it is if someone pays it, but that person's a fool, and that's exactly. the problem. Because then, when he pays fifty for it, he's not going to—he never wants to give get less than fifty for it. He's setting up the market to to fail. Exactly. Yeah. No, and you're totally right. Um, how many books do you think you own right now? Oh gosh. Um, are we talking graded? Are we talking like? Give me, give me both. <sighs> Hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, because. I would have I had a subscription box here and I would buy weekly almost every Marvel issue that came out that week. But I that adds buy. up fast. I, oh. Exactly. So what that's about, why uh, I had to choose. What about uh, s- slabs? How many of those? Ten slabs. And all critical ones. Yes. Now you were asking me a question today. What was that question you were asking me? I think I asked you what my next pickup should be. Yes. What were you asking? What were you deciding between? I was deciding between Werewolf by Night 32, Fantastic Four 48, or Tomb of Dracula 10. And for those who don't know, Tomb of Dracula 10 is Blade's first appearance, Werewolf by Night 32 is Moon Knight's first appearance, and Fantastic Four 48 is the first appearance of Silver Surfer and Galacticus. So, what did you decide? <laughs> I, like, I'm, it's the coolest thing watching you do this, but that's all right. You know, what did I you haven't decide? decided. It all depends what I can find at the con. Because you're going where? Kansas City Comic Con. And when is that? That is March 20th through 22nd. I'm going to meet Roy Thomas, who created Wolverine, Ghost Rider, Luke Cage, like all these different Marvel characters. He's he's a pretty big deal. And he I was just a don't big time artist on the Avengers for a massive run. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think Thomas. many people realize who he is. Yeah, he's one of the lesser names. I exactly. feel I think you're right on that. I think he's one of the less known names of that Who Marvel era. He should be a bigger name. Yeah. yeah. You know? He had a he had a huge run right before George Perez on Avengers exactly. too. So he was a big deal. He really was. And I love Stanley and everything. Great guy, like awesome creator, but I feel like he kind of overshadowed yeah, everybody there was, else. That was something that everyone else had to deal with, right? Steve Ditka and Jack Kirby both got their feelings hurt a little bit about exactly. how the fame got distributed. But I don't necessarily know that it's Stanley's fault. Stanley was a showman, yeah. and a showman sells books, so that helps. But it's kind of the media. The media chooses. Mm-hmm. I, I say the media. I mean the public. I don't. I don't mean the media. The public chooses who's a star. Exactly. And Steve Ditko was kind of a weirdo, and Jack Kirby was an older dude when Stanley was like a young. Yeah. I'm gonna use finger quotes here. Hip guy at the time. I mean, he was making comic books for a living. <laughs> like he was cool really dude. a hip guy, but he was a hip guy. He did, a, he did an interview in Playboy. Like, I mean, there was just kind of this thing about him where he was sort of the, like, yeah. he was he was cool while those artists were sort of inaccessible. I, I, I equally put it on them as well as on him 
he was looking for it, and they were less. They were probably harder to to mm, to, yeah. to get to come out of their shell. Uh, whereas he's a bit of a showman. Uh, before we go, Nico, go, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about Cox ATA? Uh, Cox ATA Martial Arts Leader in ATA Martial Arts, now with three convenient locations, one in the Woodlands, one in Conroe, and one in Magnolia. Uh, mention Nerd Thug Radio, get two free weeks of training. This is a great time to... Uh, it's a great time to get your year started. I mean, it's already going to be. It's already in the end of the month. That's it's already right. approaching. Get the rest of the month for free here. Uh, they have all kinds of different programs available. They have Tai Chi, Taekwondo, self-defense, all different kinds of courses available. If you're three, if you're 93, they have all different kinds of courses. Mention Earth Radio. Get two free weeks of training. They build leaders. They teach life skills. They leave. A legacy. All right, nerds, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested parties should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual still is little brother Nico. And we made a trade. We swapped out Michaela, and we uh, threw in a draft pick, and we got a we got a more important Adventure Begins person in on this one. How are you doing, Kate? Hey, not bad. How are you? We're doing very fine. Yeah? It's The Adventure Begins one-year anniversary. We are celebrating today right here at the shop. So it's Saturday when we recorded this. By the time you hear this, we'll be gone. But if you came Saturday, you saw us. Yeah. So like I said, time travel. I mean, if they missed out, there's always next year. That's right. Yeah. We got lots Go ahead and pencil us down out. for January 25th, 2021. Future space year. You, oh, you keep saying that. It sounds like the future. <laughs> it, it sounds like the now is what it, it sounds is, like. Are you now. saying we need to get the DeLorean here somehow? No. Oh, my goodness. No. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. I'm so saying DeLorean it. If we all work on this together. I'll push Bill <laughs> on the adventure on the nerd thug side. You push him on your side. We wind up at a DeLorean. I'm ready. All right. Let's Super make it pumped. happen. While we're doing it, we'll go ahead and talk about the Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more right here on 1488. 
Make sure to come out and visit anytime, all the time, Monday through Friday, and then Saturdays and Sundays as well. Uh, in the evenings, it's BYOB. They got lots of fun stuff going on. Sundays, they're doing adventurers leagues. Uh, Tuesdays, there's a lot of usually it's a Star Wars game night of some kind on Tuesdays. Uh, and then Kate yes. is ready to announce, yes. in in uh, cooperation with Comic Palooza, yes. coming up this May. Yeah. But on Valentine's Day, what does Adventure Begins doing? So we're also working with our neighbors Tapped and hopefully the Marcel Sauten Center if we can get some more people in here. But we're going to be doing. Shops, tops, and tabletops. All right. Yeah, so lots of hops and shopping. Okay. And then you get to come play tabletops of your choice. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So you can be single or mingle, so it is okay. If you do not want to really Valentine's, that is 100% acceptable. So if you want to pretend like your girlfriend's cool with you bailing on her for Valentine's Day and come yes. play games. even better. I like do that. Idea. Or if, you, uh, if you're just uh, perpetually alone like uh, Nico. Uh, you could just way always to, way to throw shots at me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> my <laughs> bones. Ow. I was minding my own business over here. I don't know what happened. It just that hurts me. It I'm came sorry, in like a know. bird in a window. I didn't even see it. I don't know why. It's just boom. It hit. I don't know what happened. Yikes. Um, you just come on out to Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. It's clean, well lit, family friendly. The staff is awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a great place to come hang out and just kind of really enjoy and be a nerd. They got all kinds of great nerd stuff. They got Dungeons and Dragons and all sorts of other things happening. Uh, make sure to stop by. And uh, say hi. Uh, if you have a box, you get ten percent off. It's if you, true. If you don't have a box, you should get one and have it and have it so that you can get your comic books here as well. Yeah. Make sure to come to the Adventure Begins Comics Games and More on fourteen eighty eight, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, so we've got you here. Yeah. You're trapped. Headphones I am trapped. on. Mike is live. <gasps> You're here for the next ten minutes. You got nowhere you can go. Yeah. All right. So when the Adventure Begins started, what were you doing before you came here? So, ironically, I was a teacher okay. for a very short-lived period of time. Uh, I could see you work in the crowds, yeah. though, like teaching them something. Yeah. You were teaching them how to play Dungeons & Dragons. Of course, but really it was English. Oh, okay. <laughs> how many times were you like, creative writing assignment, guys? Someone write my DM story for me. Uh, we had some good times, actually. Like, where I'd have them help me tell a story on the board. So That's that kind of cool. Fun. What grades were you teaching? Fifth. Fifth grade. So, only fifth. So we weren't. So that's not the worst era no, of childhood no. yet. Uh, how much? How much back talk is in there still as fifth grade? You know, fifth graders. Well, th that's enough said, right? So like, <laughs> I I set a record in sixth grade for detentions. Did you really? I did. I believe uh, it. Uh, Miss Lear uh, <laughs> gave me one every single day. Yeah. And then some days I would get an additional one from a different teacher. And I would have to have her get with Miss Valier to co-schedule two detentions at once. I was really, I was really a multitasker. You were I working really, on this. I That's <laughs> impressive, actually. Well, honestly, I kept doing that because I figured out once you get one, like they can't make you stay after school twice. That's true. So at that point, it was almost like a free pass to be worse. Um, as a kid, I didn't properly evaluate consequences. <laughs> I honestly was just like, well, if I'm already going to be here 30 minutes, I might as well double down. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like a, how many of these can I get to do at once? But yeah. then sometimes they're like, Corey, you got three detentions in one day. You have to go to the principal. And then I'm like, okay, well, I mean, she's just going to give me detention, right? <laughs> um, but then it's like multiple days. But then if you have multiple days, then you get more. And the next thing you know, like you spend half a semester for 30 minutes a day every day after school. And Miss Flair's like, I don't think everyone's ever done this before. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what to do about this. So they didn't even have like isolation back then. They huh? had in-school suspension, yeah, but there yeah, was. Yeah. But I wasn't doing 
I wasn't doing stuff that warranted like they had like nice. years of it. So you were fighting. a talker. I wasn't fighting people. I was talking. I would show <laughs> up late perpetually. I was uh I didn't do the homework. Yeah, yeah. Um it was all like I would stack like 30 misdemeanors. Well done. But no felonies. <laughs> I can't I, support that as a teacher. No, but <laughs> I was, was I don't Honestly, as an adult, it was the dumbest thing in the world to do because it was just wasting my time. Because <laughs> the teachers were staying there anyway. Like, they yeah, don't bail yeah. out at 2.15. Oh, like, no, they'd no love to. They would love to, <laughs> but they're there till 3.30 no matter what. And Probably I later. <laughs> I didn't realize that at the time. Like, at the time, all I was doing was giving up extra purpose to their lost time that they weren't getting anyway. Like, really, I should have just gone home and done my stuff. But, and then being middle school, it was like the later time anyway. So I literally would get home at like 6 p.m., and be exhausted nice. from like this long day of just being terrible, <laughs> and then I still have to do homework that I wouldn't do, and then I would get another one, and then we were just—it was a cycle. It was a cycle. <laughs> well vicious done. cruelty. Well done. So you're teaching. Yeah. Adventure begins, opens, and you're like, "Hey, you guys and your bright futures, you're on your own." No, I, I got I got sick, so I got I got problems, so okay. I got to escape. There you um, go. Yeah. So and fortunately, Bill was opening the Adventure Begins. I actually used to work for his uh, software company. Oh, so you two knew each other. Yeah, we did know I each other. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I used to work as a quality assurance and then later as a customer service agent. Now, quality them. assurance sounds like the best job in the world. It's pretty fun. Because essentially your job is to try and break stuff, right? Yes, and I'm very good at it. i got to like, be honest. I buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy that. I, I'm glad you do because it, I'm literally the person who can sit down and make something happen on the computer that will not ever replicate for anybody else. That's impressive because <laughs> I feel like my computer does stuff to me that no one else can ever replicate. You'd be a great QA tester. I might be. I yeah. should be. Yeah. That should be my new. I'll just, you know what, between freelance writing, between comic book making, between radio show, and between, you know, the Mel Boudoir photography, I will now start doing yeah. QA. I actually met some guy recently. Who in also Austin. does Mel Boudoir photography? No. Oh, okay. Although that sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I take uh, great photos. Uh, I believe it. Um, so we actually have a, there's a guy in Austin who does that professionally. He Not the Mel Boudoir photos, but the QA testing, but for board games and for uh, video games. Which I, I didn't know you could do QA testing for like board games. For board as games, it, it seems like that would be an internal thing. Yeah, but right? I guess I guess if there's like a company who specializes in like finding mistakes and they've got a good rep for it. Exactly. Because because board he'll, games, he'll go get multiple testers. Exactly. And it's brilliant. So board games is literally like the new frontier of kickstarting. Yeah. Uh, I think I heard last year that it was the fastest growing segment of the Kickstart Indiegogo. Patreon community was the was board games, um, so I got to think that there's some people there who have a real interest in just like figuring out how to make them and break yeah. them. Yeah, we actually have a, a board game design group actually here in store. Is so this is this this monster trap an adventure begins exclusive? Is that is that the game? That's actually from our kids camps. So during oh. this, this summer, that's coming back. We're going to be doing the board game design camp for kids. Okay. And it's a week long session where we essentially create and work on games individually, and then we do one as a class, and then it goes on the board. So when you say you guys have a game design group, yes. Uh, when I was in high school, we joined a we I joined the <laughs> build a robot club. It was a robot club. Yeah. I thought we were going to build a robot to compete. They had the show BattleBots on Sci-Fi Channel, and I was like, is this what we're going to do? None of us, it turns out, know anything about building anything, and a bunch of us actually were just hanging out for other reasons. Uh, And one kid named Trey built an entire robot by himself. Good job, Trey. He's now, I think, a supervillain. I'm not 
Not 90%. I'm about 78% that now he actually conquered Cuba. I'll double-check that. I think Trey is now in charge of Cuba. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. That's no, awesome. He built robots. <laughs> no, um, I swear to God, there was like nine of us in the group. Eight of us wandered off down the hall to get distracted doing something else. And when we came back, Trey's like screwing stuff together. We were like, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> making a robot. Oh, making a robot. And we were all like, oh, are you really going to build a robot? And he's like, he well, well, yeah, we got all these parts here. What are we going <laughs> to? He's like, yeah, I'm already half done, dude. Yeah, it's got to pick up a volleyball and then put it into this goal three feet away. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's impossible. So I'm out. <laughs> and I never went back. See, I don't you know just what need happened. to talk to Colton. Colton yeah. actually, uh, he teaches or coaches the group over here at the Woodlands. So, uh, uh, Nico's cousin, uh, we call him Baby Ray. He's six foot tall, but we call him Baby Ray. Yeah. He's, we call him Little Ray. It was okay. accurate and then ironic, so yeah. it works out. So, Little Ray was on the team. Sounds like my family. What, uh, <laughs> what high school was it? Uh, Maid Creek. And they what, they they went they, they won one level. Yeah, they won. Uh, they got they got picked up by another team. Cause like in that the two in schools work together. Yeah, two schools work together, and then like they compete in the level. They got like third place at like three different events. It was super cool. That is really cool. That's not an easy thing to to progress in, because you don't always know if your your robots are going to keep going. Well, and that's the other part too, right? Like it's, it's supposed to do something over yeah. and over and over again. It, nothing works that well. It was it was <laughs> nothing works that well. Except for the adventure begins. Oh, oh. hey, <laughs> someone's cashing the paycheck this week. Cha-ching. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I, when, when they were like, no, it's got to pick up a volleyball and put it in a, in a goal three feet away, I was like, no, that's not, there's nothing I'm going to do that's going to build a robot that does that. You're like, like yeah, programming, what's yeah. that? <laughs> Did we try yelling at it? <laughs> do you want me to kick it? That's why I know I'd be good at QA, because I've got a whole yeah. list of protocols that I do to try and make something work. Yelling, kicking, cursing, uh, hanging up on people, calling other people, yeah. asking if it's ever... What do I do when, and then when they don't, and then I uh, just throw something. I'll just click around until yeah. it, yeah. Or hold down power until it just resets. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. turn it off and on again. Yeah. And then if it resets, it's good. Right. But there are so many times my computer has spit out an error at me that I just powered through. Yeah. Just turned it off, turned it back on, and we never had that talk again. Double check, make sure your internet connection's good. Just flip it on and off real quick. Oh, listen to her. Yeah, I don't even, I don't yeah, even do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it'll just be like, your internet's not connected. And Nico's like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know, turn it off and on. I don't know. Works every time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> totally flawless. But you know what's weird is I do I do know people who work in IT. Yeah. And they genuinely say that, like, the honest, real solution to about 90% of tech issues is to just turn it off and on again. A lot of the times, either back out of the page, go back in, clear your cache, clear, go yeah, back in. Clear your cache. Because that's, that's like turning it on and off again. It's just weird to me because, like, the joke is always, well, did you turn it off and turn it back on again? And the person who's calling tech support is always like, yes, I already did that. And tech support's always like, did you really, though? Because that's honestly what I'm going to tell you for the next three steps. Yeah. Did you try resetting it? And finally someone's like, hang on. The best do thing to do like, is oh, to be like, I just unplugged it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That answers all questions. Yeah, it's yeah. just I. I'm gonna pull it back the cord in. in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did have the cable people are always the worst about that. Yes, one. they They'll are. Just, just try unplugging the modem, and it's like if that's all it takes, then why do we even have cords on them? Like just. So do you have that two system thing that they have for fiber, where they have the one that's in like your wall unit, and then they have one that's your actual modem? Um, I did when I was doing with AT and T. Now that we're uh, now that we're just internet only with Comcast, we just have the router. I never know which one to unplug anymore. I yeah, I did. <laughs> I I did. I would do both at the same time. Yeah. Because that was my. I'm with you. Because I was like, which one is actually bringing me my internet right now? 
Is I it don't the know. TV box? This is it one. the router box? Is it this one? We're just going to do both. We're going to do both here. So it's been a year with yes. The Adventure Begins. Yeah. Uh, last year, I remember we, we got out there to Comic Palooza. Mm-hmm. That was really, you guys really only been open a couple, yeah. I feel like six weeks maybe at that point. And we were just checking it out. Yeah, you guys are just having, what's the plan this year? So, what's the plan? <laughs> Good question. Okay, Nico. So we're expanding. <laughs> And growing, of course, in store. Uh, we're actually hoping to like bring you some more awesome products. Really, uh, are you guys going to do a booth at Comic Palooza? No, we're yet. You'll be the first to know. Oh, okay. Ooh. Did I ask a question I'm not supposed to ask? Yeah, I can't comment on Ooh. that. So. That's my favorite response. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I don't get that response near enough in interviews. I, I need to. I need to ask better questions because I need a lot more. <laughs> I can't answer that. Yeah, but we're we're gonna. Uh, actually, Jarek's working on actually spending more time. Actually, finding if you look things. at him right now, he's leaning on a counter. He is not working on it. He is not doing anything. Yeah. You're right. You're okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I gotta get honest. Maybe someone else's. Yeah. Somebody else will be curating <laughs> our game collection. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be working on uh, bringing better games. We're actually going to be going to a lot of the conventions, trying things out, and making sure that we get the latest games in. Ooh, um, okay. All right. That's exciting. The anime manga you're, collection. You're going to be a part of all that. Yeah, yeah. So we have our manga collection in store. We're slowly revitalizing it so that more of the more current stuff is brought in. Yeah, because you've kind of got the greatest hits, yeah, but I, but do. I know it's been <laughs> a little static. Yeah, so we we are carrying some of the bigger ones like My Hero Academia and One Punch Man, but I'd like to see some more of that stuff in. So we're we're gonna be working on that as well. But we need to get more nerds in here buying it. Yeah, we money do. talks, guys. It money does. talks, especially if you love manga as much as I do. Yeah, like. Honestly, we even have light novels, which is not something very common in a lot of shops. No, that's fair. And and if we don't have the volume that you're looking for, it's easy to order. Just give us a call ahead of time, or you can order through Managed Comics as a special order. Here. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's a good way to do that. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah, we're fine. Okay. Get out or we're fine? We're good. Okay. You got to give me my hand signs. I don't, I don't like everything's fine. <laughs> Lost over here. All right. <laughs> I so want to know these hand signs. It's taken us four years, and he still doesn't know them, as you just learned. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, this isn't sign language. No. Do you know sign language? <laughs> a little bit. I know none. I know no sign language. Do you want to learn sign language and sign language? Do, do you know what's weird? Sign language. Sign language? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this so works real well on the radio. <laughs> That's a good point. This is probably really riveting radio. You're do you twir- know what's weird? Is I, is I actually... For some reason, did no thank you for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And a million years ago, I took a, I was working Chris, a Christmas break while I was in college at a Target, which, by the way, is the worst. Seasonal work at Target is the worst job on the planet. No one is nice to you. It is a terrible gig. Target is evil. The shoppers are worse. It is the it was the worst. It was the worst five weeks of my life, and I will never, never take a seasonal retail job again. Yeah. I was, and I was young. When I was young, I could get through anything. You couldn't phase me when I was young. There was, I didn't have a bad day because I could party through anything you were doing to me. And I hated every second I stood in a Target. Every second I was there was the worst second of my life. It's going to be okay. The next second you saw me was worse <laughs> than the second before. Every day was worse. It was literally the worst experience ever. However... While we were there doing, I don't even remember what we brought that up now. Like, now that I've wound <laughs> up the so pitch. Mad. He was like, Sailing Ridge, thank you. So, this lady came in one time, and I had actually, they wouldn't let me in electronics yeah. because they thought I was irresponsible and crazy and reckless, which is uh, completely accurate, but totally crazy because I would have sold the stuff out of some TVs. Yeah, yeah We yeah. would have moved units. 
Um, they don't, don't need even, that. They just need you to be there. It's I don't seasonal. even get commission. Like, I, I don't even know why You're I You're going to be the greatest TV set. You're like, this bad boy can fit so many movies on it. Picture in picture with picture in picture <laughs> surround TVs sound. don't hold movies. This one does. Wait a minute. <laughs> this one comes with hands, lady. Uh, Whoa. Like you I can, said. You can super glue at least 30 DVDs on this. I'd have moved units. Um, but... <laughs> So anyway, I happen to be in electronics because the lady's pushing the little flare. That's so in all of our radios. It's if you push the little button, the little yeah. radios are like assistance needed in, in in electronics, and it starts counting until someone pushes the button. So, so you have to every, run back. Yeah. So in everyone's walkie-talkies, including the people who quote unquote aren't allowed in electronics, which is why I think they need to fix their system, because it's counting down and yelling in my ear that someone needs to go in electronics and help. So when the count got to like forty, I was like, well, fine. Then I'll go help this lady. So I go over, I kill the flare, then I'm talking to the lady, and um, immediately discover she can't speak. She's no. literally just gesturing. And so I said, okay, all right, so we powered through. Yeah. She had a little notepad, she wrote some stuff down, I nodded yes or no, I wrote in my chicken scratch, she looked at it for an hour, I then just did bigger gestures and she understood that. Uh, but so we really powered through and we did this whole deal. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, thank you. And I was like, and I did the, I did the, I did the chin move. Yeah. For the and she was like, oh, and then she thought I was a jerk. She thought I knew sign language this whole time and just chose not to do it. No, I just no, somehow no. magically knew. Thank you. And Probably I not. Actually, that's the best thing you could have done was use what you know. Yeah, and, and communicate it. however you can. I mean, that's the basis of customer service is just not being a jerk to other. And then people, we sold right? a TV. <laughs> we sold TVs. <laughs> yeah, and then we sold a TV. The only time I was allowed electronics, moved a unit. Yeah, that's what I'm job. saying. Good Suck job. it, Target. Yeah. Um, I don't even care. I'll <laughs> brand war them my whole life. Oh my god. And then like other Target. people now are like, Target's the best, and I'm like, No, it's not. You have terrible taste. They're awful people. <laughs> I'm that Lord. friend who hates your boyfriend, Target. That's just me. That's just me. That's how I roll now. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested parties should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. 
My favorite guest so far is Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. So. Oh, ooh, nice. Yeah. I meant like today. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, just still $10 million man. Uh. <laughs> Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We're still hanging out here. The adventure begins one-year anniversary, just chilling out on this wonderful Saturday evening. We've already had pizza, cupcakes, homemade donuts. Ooh. They've done prize drawings. Uh, Jeremy Spillon didn't win because he didn't do what he needs to do. Uh, and he knows what that means. Hey, man, uh, if you like it, just saying. Yeah. If you like it, you should put a ring on it. If you like it, you should put a ring on it. Uh, before we go any further, let me tell you guys about my friend, Donald Williams, working over there at Sean Myers Insurance. He's an independent insurance agent, and he works with over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for you. Specializing in home insurance as well as bundling the auto to maximize discounts, they consider everyone their family, and so their policy is caring, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you're paying for and what coverages you have. That's always the thing about insurance companies is they always try and find that loophole and that thing to get you on. Yeah, you may have hit a car, but you were driving an octopus. That makes it a maritime disaster. Did you have the octopus insurance? So when you go with Donald Williams, he'll tell you if you got it or not. So you're going to be calling 936-760-5963, 936-760-5963. Make sure you mention you heard it on Nerd Thug Radio. He's going to help take care of you, get you that insurance that you need to protect you and your family. That rhymed. Nice. Nice. Mostly because if you like it, you should have put a ring on it. Splawn. Uh, so obviously we're here. We're recording live. There's a crowd around us because we're famous. It's sort of a big deal. And with us, the smallest of the big deals, the one in the smallest segment for the show today, uh, Jarek. I mean, what can I say? Yeah. Uh, little brother Nico, uh, how's it been today? You having a good day? Oh, yeah. Great day. I really kind of want to do a bit where we just don't go back to Jarek for the rest of it. <laughs> like we had him on. Like we say, <laughs> we say we he's here. You and I talk for the next seven minutes and then we just bail on it. But I think that would be messed up. It would be rude. It would Honestly, be yeah, funny. It would be funny. I'm not going to lie. It would be funny. Yeah. Jarek, so you've been on the show a couple times. A few times. Uh, and you've been here with The Adventure Begins this whole year. Yeah. Tell me some cool Adventure Begins stories. Um, well, there's the time about the cat in the ceiling. I don't know if anyone talked about that. We no right. one's talking. We haven't. T- no one else has done story time. So oh, you yes, are I'm the only one doing yes. story time. Um, so I think it was like a week or two into being open. I think it was the opening week actually. Um, walking around the store and I hear this a cat meow. Oh, I'm just. It's one of those things where it's like, did that, did that just happen? Is did that I someone's? Did I just hear it? Is that like a, a ringtone? Because let's be real, it's it's 2019 at that point. That right. Yeah. Anything's possible. I think nothing of it. Still walking around, and I, I hear it again. Next time I see it, there's another table. Like, was that a cat meowing? I don't know. <laughs> so now, so now and other people. So have now heard other cat. people are. Okay. So, I, so I'm like, all right, cool. So I go to Bill. I'm like, hey, it's gonna sound crazy. I know. Trust me. I feel crazy. I think there's a cat in the ceiling. He's like, no, nah, not at all. Cool. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. Bu- that's impossible. A cat in the ceiling? Nah. That's a weird thing to. Yeah. It's a weird thing to have in the ceiling, right? And so he just shrugs it off. I'm like, all right. So the rest of the night, and Bill's still here doing all this stuff. I'm like. Bill, I, I, I hear it. It's like in the kitchen right now. No, no, now it's in the game section. It's over in the comics now. This thing's moving <laughs> around. And uh, it took eventually, like, his daughter comes in, Vivian, little Vivian, and she's like, Daddy, I think there's a cat in the ceiling. And that's when he starts freaking out. He's like, oh, man. He's like, oh, whoa, there's a cat in the ceiling. Oh, and then he's like, oh, there it is. It's, uh, there, it's in the ceiling now. And so the rest of the night has was us, just like myself, Kate, Bill, and I think, like, Chaz was, like, putzing around for a while, too. It's like, Trying to get this cat out of the ceiling. We even got one of the tiles open up. We're trying to find it first of all. Yeah, first of all, you gotta figure yeah, we gotta out, figure out yeah. where this cat is, and it's like moving all over the place. And so Kate has the idea to lure it into the into like you know the like supply closet by having her phone just play a whole bunch of cat noises. All right. Okay. So I mean, it's 
on paper, not too bad. I like it's gonna, it. It's going to be good. Um, no cat out of the ceiling. So we come in the next day, and um, no, no. So later on that night, I'm gone at this point. A table, like no, a party is sitting at like the table we're currently at, and they hear this loud thud. Oh no! And it sounds like this, like something fell into the column right over here, and it just all of a sudden like just boom, and then row, row. <laughs> oh no! And it's like oh no. So the next day, Bill's like, you know what? I think we have the cat stuck in this column. We're gonna cut open, cut open the hole in it, trying to get it out. Okay. And so of course, the first thing this thing sees of being stuck in the ceiling for you know, <laughs> I mean, t- who knows how long? This is like a is saw. you know. There's <laughs> a saw coming through. It's like, oh, man, there it is. And the first light of, you know, civilization seeing this thing is Bill's, you know, smug, smiling face. Like, oh, come out, little kitty, kitty, come here. And it's like, of all the things that I could have seen, it was it, it was that. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. So uh, now that cat lives with my house, and uh, she's oh, not you, in the ceiling anymore. Oh, you anymore. rescued the cat. Yeah, we rescued oh, her. Nice. She has two names. It's uh, Cece, ceiling cat. Okay. Um. The other one, I don't know if I can stand your show. It's All right. LS. Um, All right. Probably not. No, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Um, the first word's little. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone knows what you mean. I think so. Yeah. Um, that's easily one of the most, like, talked about things. We still get people asking about Ceiling Cat, so. I, I Now that you said it, I do remember the post where you guys were like, hey, we, we, we found we a, cat a cat in the, the ceiling. ceiling. And yeah. nobody came, in, and then your parents wanted it. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, it, just, it, it, it worked out that way, so. Um... That's kind of interesting. Do you think we could keep Nico up there for a while? Um, honestly, yeah. Okay. I think it's possible. How many days do you think you can go in the ceiling, Nico? Yeah. Uh, like one. one. One? Wow. Dude, you nap more than a day. Uh, Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, like, two? I could, listen. It's, it's in between naps of, like, Listen, you know. just being there in the ceiling, I could nap two days. Yeah, honestly. So, I, it would be day three where I would be concerned about food, water, and situations. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, the insulation up there, it's kind of comfy. It might be a little bit itchy, but, you know, right. whatever. So, do you, what, what do you do? So, store with gaming? Comic books, yeah, all kinds of stuff here. Do you do any of this? Um, like personally, like do yeah. stuff here? Yeah. yeah, I do a lot of magic and a lot of uh, Warhammer. Like you play? You, oh, that's right. You are. Yeah, I am. You are I am one the of the easiest wins in the Warhammer yeah, League. Honestly, totally. If you go against me, you're guaranteed a victory. I honestly, every time I've come and watched you play, you've lost. Yeah. So I believe you're like zero and five. I think so, at least. <laughs> if we're um, being honest. So what? Uh, how do you? How do you feel about that? Do you, do you, are you okay with the zero and five? Yeah, it's um because there's a skill set that's involved with kind of getting into it and like anything. I mean, you feel like you just don't know enough yet. It's part of it is like when you learn new armies, you're you're starting from the ground up again. Like you have now, you have those basics, is but you like don't. The most complicated of all these games. Kind of, I think so. So I've just got you got to have a tape measure. Yep. A large quantity of dice. Very much so. I've seen you've had uh, printouts of different sheets. You yep. then are also checking things on your phone. Mm-hmm. This is a multimedia. This is a multimedia, multi-situational game. Yeah. And you then need a massive table with terrain on it. Yeah. Um. Do you think you maybe made a tactical mistake playing such a complicated game? No, I think the tactical mistake was telling you I played this game. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair, be because real. I do like to root against you. Yeah, no matter what it is. Like, it could be Warhammer, Magic. It could be just me talking to someone. You'd be like, yeah, I like that guy better. Uh, I've never been here when you've played Magic, but I'm sure you're equally as bad at that. I'm so. actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I play a lot of janky stuff, so it's more of a, you know, I just want to have fun when I play, so I don't care if I win in Magic. It's more That's of what a, you say when you want to lose. Right. This is spoken like a true loser. Dude, Anyone hey, who walks in, he goes, I don't really care if I win hey or man, not. When it comes to games, I'm the things that champions are made of. 
Lose victories. Victories. I'm an easy win. You're the easy win? Okay. All right. They can't can't be champions until I lose. He has has moral victories. Yeah. I got the high ground, man. If there's one thing, you know, Obi-Wan's taught me is always have it. (laughs) There was a little video of, like, the two cosplayers and... One's Obi Wan at the top of an escalator. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. It's yeah, like it's repeating the whole scene. Yeah, and just, Anakin like, just steps on and he's like, "I have the high ground." But they, honestly, they tested that in Mythbusters. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. What? What doesn't really? No. Having the high ground in a sword fight how d- doesn't. How did they? How did they test that? Did they give yeah. him like super jumping abilities, Nico? Like, what is this? No. So so they, they tested it on like a plane, and then like they had in like swords with sensors on them. Yeah. And then they tried to see, like, who won the first strike every time, and it was literally, like, 50-50. <laughs> I don't know that I believe that, I don't though. believe this. This isn't accounting for, like, the Force, obviously. Or the fact that, like, Obi-Wan's a defensive, you know, sword master, and Anakin's a very aggressive one, and so you give Obi-Wan a naturally defensive position, he's going to win. Well, actually. Uh, well, um, actually. Well, <laughs> actually. Uh, actually. Uh. <laughs> Shift the glasses up. I, I just want to point out, time. you guys have done this to me twice. I got Corey actually last night with it, so uh, um, right you back did. at you, bud. Whatever. No one saw it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I say Trenton saw it, but let's be real. It doesn't, ma- doesn't mean anything. <laughs> He'll be here later. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I, I have to leave before he gets here. Right. I need the rest of my night free from conversation. Uh, that's because we're jumping out right now. What up? Yeah. Everybody, thank you for listening. A big shout-out to The Adventure Begins. Congratulations on one year here in Conroe. Uh, it's, it's, it's been awesome to be partners with you guys, be part of the family. Nerdthug Radio appreciates it. I appreciate it. I think you guys are great. And it's been great to be part of this community, and you guys have been Really inclusive and really growing stuff. Uh, so here's to another sex- successful year for y'all. Yeah, little mic yeah, trouble yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it all to you. Hey, my boy uh, Freud, right <laughs> back at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, that being said, on behalf of uh, Cox ATA, Sean Myers Insurance with Donald Williams, and of course the adventure begins. Little brother Nico and myself. Same nerd thug time. Same nerd thug channel. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Ola wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.